are listening to the Sci-Fi Diner Podcast. And now, bringing you the latest in science fiction movies and television shows. Here are your hosts. long and This is a capital. We have a little problem with our entry sequence, so we may experience some slight turbulence and then explode. I got a bad feeling about this. Walter, put the cow away, would you? What is this place? It's a freak show. Welcome to Sci-Fi Diner Conversations. What do you think of that? Do you like that intro? Is that a little bit creepy? I can do it more breathy. Thank you for Sci-Fi Diner Conversations. Not working? Not working for you, Miles? No. I mean... I, is, is it sound too creepy? It, it sounds like you're... It's some kind of like... Um, this is like 1-800-CALL-THE-SCI-FI-DINER. Yeah. One, one of those things? Yeah. One, yeah. Oh, okay. <clears throat> Welcome to Sci-Fi Diner Conversations. <laughs> Miles is rolling his eyes at me. This is episode 65, where you, the listeners, strike back. I'm one of your hosts, Scott Herzog. Good evening. I'm Miles P. McLaughlin. And it is great to have you joining us here as we talk about a ton of stuff that you're watching, and some stuff you're going to be watching, and some stuff that we're going to be watching, mm-hmm. and some stuff that we are watching. It's going to be a great show, and we're going to spoil stuff, so just hang on tight, buckle your seatbelts. If you hear us talking about something you don't want to hear about, stop the show, go watch it, come back, listen to the show, and we'll be still be here. Yeah, this is the show where, you know, all hands are off. We, we do spoil... What's going on? That's right. We chop off your hands. All hands are off, definitely. <laughs> it's, and, uh, it's all there. This is a diner. We have cleavers. At the, that's the, right. That's right. And we are not afraid to use them. Right. Especially Miles. All right. Well, Miles, we always start out with what we're watching and what we're reading mm-hmm. and what we're uh, pretending to read. So uh, why don't we go ahead and talk about that? Okay. <laughs> okay. So, Miles, go ahead. Start us out. Uh, I'm still enjoying uh, the We Are Live uh, audio book series. I uh, just listened to the one today on the way here, actually. And uh, I just purchased a new um, Stargate Atlantis novel. It's, it's the newest in the Legacy series. So if you're missing some Stargate Atlantis, uh, they are continuing the story through the, those novels. And, Miles, you are obviously missing some Stargate Atlantis. <laughs> uh, very much so, yeah. And uh, But so so I, ju- I just got this. I just finished reading the uh, Star Trek Voyager novel, um, uh, The Eternal Tide, and that was very good if you're missing some Star Trek Voyager. Yeah. Um, I encourage you to pick, pick this up. Uh, you will be missing Janeway in this novel, though. Maybe, maybe not. All right, 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 right. Yeah. Let's, yeah. Let's spoil that spoiling. So, well, you look at the cover of the book and you you know you see a picture of Janeway. So uh, I don't think I need to say much more than that. Right, right. Ah, uh, Janeway. So I, I missed last um, Warehouse Thirteen for some reason. My DVR didn't record it. I think probably my family was watching TV and did something to it. Blast them. Oh, blame the family, huh? Blame that's right. That's right. That's right. Uh, I watched a movie on Netflix recently uh, called Immortal, uh, starring uh, Henry Cavill, um, who's going to be playing Superman in the 2013 movie. Right. And Mickey Rourke was in it. Mickey Rourke was in it. And uh, John Hurt, um, he was yeah, he was in it also. He was... Uh, I, I, was I heard of that name in a while. R- right. I mean, he... Um, he sort of plays kind of he's he's a he's a friend to um 
Henry Cavill's character. He's 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 not seen a lot in the movie. He's only seen like towards the beginning and then towards the end. Yeah. All right. Very, but very you know, John Hurt's a big name, so that's oh, yeah. absolutely. Mm-hmm. So good. I enjoyed that. Um, little brutal. So if you have um, little sensibilities in that area as far as the battle scenes and stuff like that, eh, you may want to hold. So, so watch it with the kids is what you're saying. Right. Uh, no. You, <laughs> so basically, if you want to have huge therapy bills later on, go ahead. Let your kids watch it. Right. Exactly. If you want to scare your kids, you know. Right. Right. But it was still still a pretty good movie. I, I I did enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I am of course still reading the Sword of Shannara series, the Shannara series, or whatever the heck they're calling it. Mm-hmm. But the Sword of Shannara series, I finished the Sword of Shannara again, and I've read all, I've read the whole series before, so I'm just rereading it. And absolutely loved Shannara the second time through. I think it's the second time I've made it through the series. I think I know I've started it numerous times and never finished. Um, I'd read it once through and then I went back to re I loved it so much I went back to reread it and got lost in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I I went through it again. I, I'm mi- midway through the Elf Stones of Shannara right now and I'm absolutely loving it, enjoying it. It is phenomenal. Um, and then as far as what I'm watching, so that's what I'm reading basically. Mm-hmm. Um, and as far as what I'm watching, I didn't watch many movies. I watched part of Lilo and Stitch, which is a little bit sci-fi in that, right? Right. Not really. I mean, for Disney, right? I am up on Doctor Who, and I am loving it. Mm-hmm. You know what? Ben Browder was in it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So it was great to see um, to Ben in there. I almost I almost thought it was Bill Patton mm-hmm. a little bit because of the way that the makeup made his face fuller, and it looked a little bit like Bill Patton. Mm-hmm. Bill Paxton. Paxton, sorry. Okay. Bill Paxton, you know, from Twister. Right. Right. So, you know, I always thought it was him at first. But it was good. It was a good episode. Uh, some people were a bit ambivalent about it, but I'm still loving the season. It's Doctor Who. Yeah, I, I think Ben Browder is, an, is um, as, as an actor is, is sometimes underappreciated. I mean, I think he's you know. Well, I mean, look, he's done Farscape, he's done Stargate. He certainly has some good franchises under his belt. Right, but he's but he's been kind of seen as, I don't know, maybe playing sort of a one-note character and... and uh, you know, I could, I could almost see that. But mm. this character was different than as far as so Super Stargate character. That's good. He's got a chance to do something a little different. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Warehouse 13 I'm up on. Mm. You are not, Slacker Miles. Yeah, well, like I said, my my DVR didn't record. <laughs> right, no, but it was a good episode. A good episode which brings H.T. Uh, Wells back into the picture, and that's okay. all I'm going to say. I don't want to ruin it for you. It's, it's okay. Go ahead and spoil it. No, but it's great. Well, you know how they're looking... This whole Astro Glade Blade thing that they found... Right. That um, that that kind of rewound ta- time, mm-hmm. and H.G. Wells figures out that's what Artie did. Interesting. And remember that Data mm-hmm. tells Artie, <laughs> not his real name, but but Data, the the cult of the Black Diamond, brother Adrian, called, brother Adrian, tells him that um, that if anyone finds out, it's going to be over. Oh. Well, H.G. Wells found out, and the the episode ends with him staring blankly at her, like, "Oh crap, what am I going to do?" Right. And I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you, uh, uh, you know, Claudia and uh, what's her sidekick? Uh, Jinx. Jinx. Uh, I said it earlier. I couldn't remember the name right now. Mm-hmm. But so, you know, Claudia and Jinx are really close to figuring it out. Interesting. And um, H.G. Wells isn't the only one. She's gone to Mrs. Frederick and she knows. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people are getting hands in this. It's going to be interesting to see how it plays out. So the crap is hitting the proverbial fan. Absolutely. I am not up on alphas. I have one episode. I'm one episode of alphas back. Mm-hmm. I know you're not watching Alphas, but no, Summer no. Glau was in two weeks ago. Absolutely phenomenal. And supposedly is back in again. Mm-hmm. So I love Summer Glau. Me too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So Summer Glau, um, and I think that's it. I'm not watching anything else. 
Um, I was really close to buying Hawaii Five O and iTunes, and I just don't quite have the finances for it. But French comes back, Bones comes back. I'm a huge fan of Bones, mm-hmm. and oh, I did watch. No one wrote in about this. The Revolution series. Oh, that's Actually, gonna be on tonight. Yeah, we, we and we have a com. We have some comments on it. The they released the the, the premiere early on. Is it NBC? I think. Yeah, NBC. And yeah. they also made it available on iTunes. So I watched it. My wife and I both love it, and I might have found a show that my wife and I are going to watch together. That's what I'm going to try to do is see if I get my wife to watch uh, Revolutions so, with me. Yeah, so I, 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 I'm going to talk to about that a little bit later. Though. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a chance to join uh, Colin for his podcast for Trek News and Views a couple weeks ago. We talked about time travel and Star Trek, and that, that that's now available. We forgot to mention that. I'm glad you mentioned that here. So um, Part two, you're recording uh, Sunday, right? This Sunday, we're going to record part two. So yeah, um, Another good podcast for you to check out is, is, is Colin's uh, Trek News and Views. Yeah, yeah but they were. They were pimping you on Twitter today. I saw that. Was that, that was yeah. pretty cool? That was very cool. So, <laughs> very cool. Well, um, we did get some feedback on our 150th show, our John Young, our Jonathan Young show. Hmm. Um, and Kathy said, "From Kathy G from Facebook said, I loved his Tesla. Talking about Jonathan Young, we did too. I hope he has another sarcastic, droll, and odd character soon. And I would agree. Yeah, the, we'd love to see it in sci-fi too. I, I don't care if if he get, if if he plays a different character, but if he plays it just like Tesla, it, it is just it is so much fun to watch him. Do it Tesla. is absolutely wonderful to watch him. Mm-hmm. Um, Mike Crate said, "Listening to the show now, congratulations on the 150th. Thank you, Mike. And yeah, well, once you add up all the other shows, well, it's a whole lot bigger number. <laughs> and we, I think we kind of mentioned that. So thank you guys for your compliments, and thank you all listeners." The Sci-Fi Diner would not be if you guys were not listening. That's just the reality of it. Sure. So, and uh, Mike Craig is, is, is co-host of the Gatecast podcast. Too, yes, right? absolutely, a absolutely. Stargate podcast. Yeah, absolutely. Too. We were talking Stargate, and you're talking about the novel, and mm-hmm. it would be great. And I don't know if they ever do it. If they'll do, they ever delve into the novelizations of Stargate? No, they don't. They're just they're just reviewing the shows right now. Well, they certainly have enough fodder to review the shows. But what they will do is uh, when they know there's a new Stargate novel coming out, they'll mention it. They'll mention it on their Facebook page. Uh, there's some good Stargate audio books I want to check out eventually, and they, they, they're good about letting their, their listeners uh, know about that. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Well, <laughs> earlier this week, I posted on Facebook about, hey, those of you going to see Judge Dredd, or Dredd as I think it's called, let us know what you thought. Mm-hmm. I, was, I apparently was a week too early in the U.S. Jen M. said, doesn't it come out September 21st? And yes, Jen, you are right. I stand chastised. Resident Evil did come out, which is another one I want to see. But And she goes, but didn't get a chance to see it yet. And uh, so I, too, am with you. And uh, and then someone named uh, the, 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 uh, Honey Boy Wilson said, it doesn't open until next week, October 21st. Oh, wow. Well, so no, that's actually a month from now. He meant 921. I know what mm-hmm. he meant. However, we did get some feedback. Oh, good. From Colin England because it was released in England a week earlier. So I was thinking of you, our international viewers. Mm-hmm. No, not really. I just forgot. Um, but I am going to say this. If you have not seen it and you don't want to be spoiled, you may want to skip ahead about, I don't know, five, six, seven minutes because mm-hmm. we have some feedback in here. And I do not want to spoil it for you. So let's go ahead. Let's listen to what Colin – and Colin, thanks for sending this feedback. Let's see what Colin has to say about Judge Dredd. Hi, Scott. Hi, Miles. It's Colin from England. I've literally just come out of seeing Judge Dredd. Um, it's 9pm here. And I've got to say, I really enjoyed it. For anyone who's a Judge Dredd fan like I am, and seen the 2008 D comics, there's some lovely hot margins in it. There's a bit of graffiti from Chopper. 
which will mean nothing to you if you don't know anything about Judge Dredd, but it's a nice little homage. Weren't too keen on the bike, to be honest. Yeah, not really keen on the bike at all. But that's the only complaint I would have for this movie. It's very, very true to what uh, was envisaged in the comic and in the comic books. Um, Sylvester Stallone can be completely wiped out your memory. Um, in fact, Carl Urban was brilliant as Judge Dredd. Never took his helmet off once. Just like Judge Dredd in a comic, never takes his helmet off. Um, he didn't go around saying, I am the lure, a lot. He only said that once. And it's basically all set inside the block where the drug runner of a district is holed up and basically has to take down the entire block. Wonderful special effects. Um, as I said, only seen it in 3D because it's basically 3D release in England. It's very, very limited 2D release. But the director has made excellent use of the 3D. It does blend in nicely with the film, with the action sequences. It's not 3D for the sake of 3D, like you get in some films. It really does work into the movie. Um, Basically what it is is the drug pusher has this drug that slows the brain's perception of time down to 1% of normal. And you get to see like smoke trails and, and water molecules and all that type of stuff in very slow motion which really plays out in the 3D also um, it's very graphic it's very gory so if you're a bit squeamish it's an 18 over here I don't know what it is in America but it's an 18 over here because it's very graphic and very gory Uh, there's some scenes where he's shooting people and because their brain sees things at 1% of normal time that's how the director portrays it to you so you basically see people's heads coming apart and stuff like that yeah. Not really something you want to watch when you're eating, especially if you're having spaghetti bolognese, you know, meatballs and stuff like that. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, there's nice, nice homages and the summers in it, which, again, will ring true with uh, 2008 fans. Um, the Lawgiver, which is the gun, was very, very good uh, interpretation of the gun. Um, Future City... Again, good interpretation. It wasn't. No one was driving around in like hyper modern, futuristic cars that were powered by neon solar panels on the roof and all like that. It was basically like VW camper vans and, and stuff like that. It's post-apocalyptic, so you know. But yeah, totally enjoyed it. Totally recommend it. Uh, would I buy it on DVD? Yes. Not sure how it come across in TV, but the story would hold up. So there you go. Take care, guys. Live long and podcast. Awesome review. Your favorite part was spaghetti and bolognese. Yeah, I mean, it's... <laughs> Colin, you, nobody reviews movies like you do. No, it, it was awesome. Thank you so much, Colin, for sending it in. Interesting, he was mentioning the 3D and how it was basically that was the release they got. Right. And, uh, and that, but he... But he despite her complaints or praises of 3D, he said this seemed to work seamlessly into it. Like when you slow down time and you look at the water molecules or you see, you know, bullets flying by, that makes sense. Mm -hmm. In fact, it made me wonder that, you know, if 3D would have been around the time of The Matrix, that would be another movie that you would have seen in 3D. Oh, sure, yeah. I mean, can you and imagine bullet probably, time in 3D? They're going to upconvert it someday. S- someday they'll they'll have Matrix in 3D, no yeah, doubt. Yeah, But, you know, it seemed like that, and it seems like it's fairly authentic to the co- the comic. And he loves, he loves, uh, 
Was it Carl Urban's uh, Judge yeah. Red? And he said, just totally forget about the Stallone movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, mo- I think people people would. People, I, I think people have. <laughs> yeah, well, so I've never watched a Stallone movie, but this one's already in my queue. Mm-hmm. So, but, you know, excellent review. And we, I, I, do we need any thoughts on the, the female uh, antagonist? Um, I try. I was listening to what he what he, he didn't really say too much about Lena Headley in this. No, not at all. But um, but it seemed to work. But he said it seemed to work well. Seems to be isolated there. Very post apocalyptic. Mm-hmm. Biggest complaint: the cycle. Yeah, I haven't seen pictures of the cycle, so I, I don't know. I think I did, or there were, or it was in one of the previews we watched. Mm-hmm. But I don't remember much about it. But but he also said that um, Dread never takes his helmet off in the. In the movie, so yeah, you guys, you never see you, get, you never get to see Carl with beautiful face. No, too bad. <laughs> no, but you know this is excellent, excellent review, and uh, I'm glad to hear that you like it. And it's one that I would love to see in theater. I don't know if I'm going to have time to, but I would love to see in theater. I do want to see the movie. I don't know if I'll make it in theaters or not, yeah, but so. it's it's something I would like to see though. So this is a little bit of a, a teaser, and hopefully it didn't spoil too much there. But a teaser for those of you that might be going to see Dread this weekend. Let us know what you think of Dread, whether you agree with Colin or not, and if you saw Resident Evil as well, let us know what you think of that. Because mm-hmm. Jen mentioned that she wouldn't mind seeing that, and I'm kind of with her. It's a good treadmill movie, even though I'm not running in the treadmill right now. Mm-hmm. But I think that's I think it's pretty awesome. Cool. Yeah. Well, let's move on. This next voicemail comes from JD from the Delta Quadrant podcast. You know these guys, right? I do. I had a chance uh, about a month ago to uh, review an episode with him. And uh, JD, uh, he's one of the co-hosts on the Delta Quadrant, but he also has his own podcast called General Geekery also. So feel free to let another podcast to listen to. So JD, it's uh, thanks for uh, calling in. Yeah, and he does give us a grim chastising. There is that too, yes. Yes, yes. So let's hear what he has to say. Hi, Scott and Miles. <clears throat> this is JD from the Delta Quadrant Podcast. Um, I uh, I listened to your recent feedback show uh, where the both of you disclosed that you've never watched Grimm or Scott watched an episode but hasn't made time to watch more. I highly recommend you give the show a chance because um, uh, the first season was pretty good. Um, but, uh, it got better as it went, um, <clears throat> like, uh, after a few episodes, it started to pick up the pace, and by the end of the season, uh, I was really sorry that we had to wait all summer to get to the second season, and the second season really started off with a bang, and now it's four episodes in, and we have to wait until the end of the month, uh, for the fifth episode, but uh, in the meantime, I think that gives you guys some time to uh, play a little bit of catch-up if you can. Um, yeah, I very, very uh, highly recommend the show. Um, it, uh, it really it mixes, it perfectly mixes the supernatural flavor with the police procedural drama. It's, uh, it's a heck of a balance. They strike, but they do it successfully. I, uh, really disheartened to hear that uh, neither of you uh, has really given it a fair shake. Oh. Yeah. 
I, uh, and if you guys do watch it, I'd very, very much like to hear her thoughts on it, um, on the show. So, yeah, it's, uh, <clears throat> the first season's out on Blu-ray and DVD now, and I think you can watch the whole show via, uh, Hulu or, um, the, maybe even the NBC website, I'm not quite sure, um, but, uh, yeah, my fiance and I, we are both huge fans of the show. Um, I DVR it every week so that we can watch it uh, at least once. Sometimes we watch it twice because it warrants it. There's a lot of stuff to uh, to uh, uh, to keep straight uh, once you rewatch it a little bit. So, yes, this is JD. Of the Delta Quadrant saying, please give Kerm a shot. Please. All right. I'll talk to you guys later. Thanks for the great show. Bye. All right. So, uh, J.D., uh, thank you so much for calling in. And, uh, you know, it sounds like we really let him down, Miles. Yeah, J.D., I'm sorry, man. That's uh, (laughs) – I I hate hate to, you know, dishearten you about anything. I mean, uh, so – I'll have to see maybe maybe the first season's on Netflix. It is, mm-hmm. and I actually um, I actually did put it into my queue. Okay, and this is all JD's fault. So I will, and, and that's okay. And I'm going to be honest, JD. It was not that I did not like the first episode of Grimm. Mm-hmm. It was a time issue for me. There were so many other shows I was trying to balance uh, that I just that I just didn't have time to watch. It's not that I don't. Didn't enjoy it. It just I didn't have enough hours in the day. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to be honest. I'm a huge Once Upon a Time fan, mm-hmm. and I watched the first season of that, and I probably will not have time to watch it while it's on. I'm probably going to have to catch it next, the, at the beginning of next summer. Mm-hmm. I just won't have time. Yeah. It's just a part of the uh, part of the way it works. But I have Grim Grim Season One, and I have Grim Season Two in my Netflix queue. So um, Season Two, of course, isn't out yet, but mm-hmm. They have the ability for you to save it, you know, for the future. But, yeah, that's true. So uh, I will give Grimm a shot, and I will let you know what I thought of Grimm. So people are just loading up shows I need to watch. First Babylon 5, yeah. which I haven't watched, and now Grimm. Right. Right. I have five seasons about – and I haven't, finished, I haven't finished Deep Space Nine yet, Miles. Oh, my. So uh, I need to milk some of those 48 hours that seniors are spending on it to watch some TV. Or you could maybe go back to the treadmill and maybe that's how good we yeah, catch up maybe, on maybe, but I'm not going to be training for a marathon on the treadmill, that's for sure. Okay. So, but oh well. Well, uh, thank you, J.D., again for calling in and giving us your thoughts and uh, really letting us know about Grimm because I agree, Grimm is a show I should be watching but am not, and a lot of it's just a time thing for me. So I, I do appreciate hearing your positive review of it. Yeah. Well, we have a ton of new shows coming out, oh and we have some comments from you about some of them, but I thought what we'd do is just talk real briefly about these new shows, mm-hmm. and first of all, you know, tell us when the premiere is, and uh, give us maybe just read the first paragraph in it, and then say, are we going to be watching it or not watching it? Right. Uh, so I found this article on Blaster, and they, they, they have the, your complete guide to 45 returning shows. Well, no, we aren't going to do all 45. Heck no. Uh, no. I just uh, highlighted – I just – And these are returning shows. These are, these are not yes. – So it doesn't include The Arrow, Revolution, yeah. or some other ones that are out there. So there are zombies and dragons and world-ruling observers headed our way as well as ghosts and vampires and werewolves. And sometimes they're all on the same TV show. This is part two of the first uh, part of fall 2012 TV preview, and we've got enough info here to make your head explode. 
Fringe heads to the future for its final season, and the dead continue to walk and get more gross-looking on The Walking Dead. Diana Rigg became a queen on Game of Thrones. Uh, Alina became a vampire, or does uh, she uh, on The Vampire Diaries? And Doctor Who gets a new companion. To get the scoop on all your favorites, we hunted down <coughs> the show creators and producers to see if they had a quote to give us on their upcoming seasons. Here's our list of shows that are returning or continuing, as well as some series that have uh, fates that are yet to be determined. All right. So the first show that we have that we're going to be talking about is our season two premiere on Wednesday, October 17th at 10 p.m. It is American Horror Story, mm-hmm. and that is on Asylum FX. Mm-hmm. And so uh, our, our American Horror Story Asylum is what it's called. It's on FX. And I did not watch the first season, but I had – there's this girl at the gym that said, oh, you got to be watching the show. you got to be watching the show. Mm-hmm. And I just never have. Right. Because, uh, again, horror is not really the genre I gravitate to. So I will not be watching this. Yeah, I, I probably won't either. Just um, again, I'm wat- watching enough, and I'm, I'm not a huge horror fan either. Yeah, but 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 probably some of you listeners are watching it, though. I would suspect. Yeah. All right. Why don't you take the next one? Uh, Being Human on the Sci-Fi Channel. It returns in 2013. Uh, I started watching the show a couple episodes, but it was just for me, it was too dark and depressing, and I, I couldn't keep up with it. I mean, it's very well written. Uh, interesting characters, but just just not for me. So uh, I, I I'm not going to be watching it. Uh, we did get a chance to interview Sam Witwer about uh, two two and a half years ago at the at the Far Point Convention. He's one of the stars on that show, and that was absolutely uh, phenomenal. On that, why don't you take the next one too? Because this one's really your show, not mine. Uh, Big Bang Theory uh, on CBS comes back uh, Thursday, September 27th, at 8 p.m. Uh, this is a show my wife and I will definitely be. Uh, Watching when it comes back, uh, where we're, we're really kind of sort of jonesing for some new Big Bang Theory. Yeah, well, no doubt because I, and I will not be watching it. Not because you haven't begged me to, and the listeners haven't begged me to, but it's just another TV show that if people are wanting to watch these other TV shows, I'm not going to be watching it. So mm-hmm. time, time, time. So I don't know if I'll ever watch it, but maybe someday. Listeners, we will get him to watch it. Oh, <laughs> at least one episode, right? You haven't even got me to do that. I watched clips of it. That's the best I've done. Mm-hmm. Um, Fringe on Fox, I will definitely be watching. This is a final 13-episode arc of it. The fifth and final season premieres Friday, September 28th at 9 p.m. And yes, Fringe is ending, but thank you, Fox, for giving us a stunning series, The Timed and Properly. Season 5 will take place in the future. We saw in last season's curious episode, Letters from Transit, with Olivia and Peter's daughter, Etta, all grown up and joining Walter and the gang to deal with the Observer-run world. According to the showrunner and executive producer, J.H. Wyman, he's going to take these 13 episodes and I'm going to make a saga. I want to give the viewers a massive, huge feature experience where they can follow Walter's journey from episode one all the way to 13 and are really invested in it by the time it gets there. And Olivia and Peter and Etta and everybody who we've come to love. And then Blair and Lance and everyone who steps into the story has played the part in it, he said. So uh, absolutely, we'll be watching, Miles. Mm-hmm. We'll be watching. I'm watching right. it, Miles. Just saying. Hmm. Watching. Well, uh, next on the list is Game of Thrones, which comes back uh, March 31st, 2013. And um, I don't have HBO. I'll probably just wait for the DVDs to come out. I still haven't seen season two yet. I have not seen season two either. And again, this is I'm not going to buy HBO to watch this. I will watch it on on. Uh, DVD or I'll download from iTunes, buy it from iTunes when it comes out. Okay. So, but definitely is, certainly belongs there. Mm-hmm. Um, Grimm comes out and season two continues on Friday, September 28th at 9 p.m. 
Graham got an early start in August on Mondays, moving back to Fridays at 9. It's an old season one tom- time slot. As far as we have to look forward to, co-creator and executive, buter, executive producer, if I can speak, Jim Koff said, we'll find out more about the mythology and the creatures. We're going to answer a lot more of that as the year goes on. Also expected the stories to get more epic with some international aspects. While keeping the weekly cases self-contained. One new recurring character will be an enthusiastic, wide-eyed intern with a Portland Police Department played by Michael Grant Terry. Um, so, J.D. will probably be a while before we watch Grimm. Yes, I'm not going to be watching it. Mm-hmm. Not right now. But uh, I, maybe when it comes on Netflix streaming or something. Next on the list is, is, is Merlin on the Sci-Fi Channel. Season 5 is likely to air in 2013, season five will jump three years to the future from the events of last season. In the three years we have passed, a lot has happened to all of our key characters, said executive producer Johnny Caps. Uh, Morgana is even more of a complex villain than when we met her. Arthur and Guinevere has become the king and queen they're meant to be, and Merlin has become a, a man. The wizard will have a vision early on which ha- haunts him throughout the season, said Caps. Um, so I'm not watching Merlin, but... Um, I suspect some of you, are, are, our listeners, are probably watching Merlin. Yeah, I'm not watching Merlin either, but I know that I think Jen is and some others have. Mm-hmm. Once upon a time, I know you, Wayne, will be watching this when it comes back on the air on Sunday, September 30th at 8 p.m. I will not be watching it this year. I'll probably, if I do watch it, it'll be probably again May, like I said before. Mm-hmm. A great story. They up the ante, and you know, our favorite guy from Stargate Universe, Robert Carlyle, was mm-hmm. in it. Is it Carlisle? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Was did a phenomenal job as Rumpelstiltskin, and we have of course, uh, um, I think it was Sleepy or Grumpy, the um, Lee Arenberg's in oh, it. Okay. Yeah. So there's some great casting in this. Mm-hmm. I just again do not have the time to watch it right now, but would love to be watching it. It's something I have on my to do list. Not I'm watching currently. I will not be watching the season goes on, but we are more than welcome to hear what you guys are going to think of the season. Are you watching this, Miles? Uh, I am no, You are not. I'm not going to take that on right now, no. Yeah, person of interest, I would love to be watching this, and this is another one I will not be watching. Mm-hmm. But I think I I think I think saved the DVDs on my Netflix queue, so I will watch. I didn't – see, this is an area where CBS screwed me. I would have watched this and bought the season on iTunes. Mm-hmm. Is it available on iTunes? Go ahead, ask. So, Scott, is uh, person of interest to me? No, 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 and no. And I have to go to their dang website to watch it. I'm going to watch it, and I'm just not going to do it. Not going to do it. Wouldn't uh, be prudent. Okay. Well, CBS, that's one less uh, yeah, viewer you have. Screw you, CBS. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here on the Sci-Fi Night. No, go. Um, talk S- about Saving Hope. Saving Hope. Um, online NBC.com. NBC yanked Saving Hope before the last two episodes could air due to low ratings, so the viewers will have to watch it online at NBC.com. That doesn't bode well for the network picking up a second season. On the other hand, uh, CTV in Canada has ordered a second season, so it will be produced, so fans of states should be able to view the new season at some point. Um, so, so uh, yeah, I guess uh, it's not coming back uh, to the states. Oh, that is unfortunate. So... Um, but I guess if if you were watching it and liked it, eventually it'll, it'll be available. Yeah. So, oh well. Mm-hmm. Scare Tactics not watching. Supernatural Gentle Be Happy is returning on October 3rd at 9 p.m. I will not be watching it, but some people are. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, Talking Dead season two premieres on Sunday, October fourteenth at eleven p.m. <laughs> Premiering after The Walking Dead, this 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 live after show hosted by by Chris Hardwick will continue to bring us the stars, writers, producers, and fans of Dead for a chat about the program that just aired. So does that mean that Walking Dead also premieres then? No, they canceled it. No, just kidding. <laughs> Jerk. No, I will be watching this. Walking Dead Season 3 comes out October 14th at 9 p.m. Mm-hmm. 16, uh, 16 episodes of season, so they keep upping it. Yeah, well, people just want more. They do. Mm-hmm. I think that's about it. I mean, Teen Wolf is coming out. That's uh, sometime in 2013. True Blood, June of 2013. Vampire Diaries, October 11th at 8 p.m. None of these shows we're really watching, are we? No, but uh, yeah. so that, that's that's uh, some of the shows that are coming back in this fall and spring. Yeah, and uh, we did get some listener thoughts on Once Upon a Time, and I should have read these when we mentioned it, but this is what people are saying about the Once Upon a Time. I guess some new picks came out, and this is what people are saying. Gen M cannot wait for this. Uh, Jason said, I love that smile at the end of the finale. Hmm. From Regina. Uh, Jen M said, yep, should be really awesome to see how they all start to remember who they were and how Mary and David react when they learn that Emma is their daughter. And Jason said, we finally we finally get to find out who Dr. Whale is. And are they even David and Mary anymore? Since they didn't go back to the fairy tale land, do they just go back to life in Storybrooke? Jen M said, do we get to see them as Snow and Prince Charming? That would be really cool, eh? So that's... Um, uh, that's that. We had some comments on Revolutions, too. Mm-hmm. Um, do you want to read what Ben had to write about yeah. Revolution? You did not see the pilot. I saw it and loved it. And as I said before, my wife and I will be watching it. Oh, good. Uh, so Ben says, I really enjoy the pilot, and I'm ready to enjoy the next few. So um, I'm also ready for it to get canceled. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's not Fox. You never know. Never know. Right. Jason said, you think that will? you think that it will be? I didn't get the feeling like I do with other shows that did get canceled. So Jason has a good vibe about this. But Ben still – trusting your vibe. Trusting your vibe. But Ben still isn't sure. He says, I just don't trust him. I'll watch, but with full expectation, every episode will be the last. <laughs> so no cynicism there, Ben, at all. No. Uh, Jason said, don't trust who, NBC? Mm-hmm. And Ben says, networks in general. Yeah. And I said, I definitely will be a watcher, especially since my wife is watching it with me. Well, is there any other thoughts here? No, I, um, I, I'm looking forward to watching Revolutions, too. Uh, I hope maybe I get my, my wife into it. and uh, I, I like the, uh, the trailers for it, so we'll have to wait and see. Yep, I, I'm with you on that. It'll be good. Well, thank you so much for sharing your thoughts, your feedback. If you're going to see – let us know your thoughts on any of the movies you're going to see, whether it be uh, Resident Evil or Dread or if you're going – or any of the premieres that are coming out. We want to know your thoughts on them, what you thought of the premiere, whether it told you, which ones you're going to be watching this year. We want to hear from you. Mm-hmm. We want to hear from you. Thank you so much for joining us on the Listener Feedback Show. Yes, we enjoyed yeah, having you. Absolutely. Again, to call in, one 888 508 And our email is at com. You can also participate by going where, Miles? You, we have a Facebook page, and we have about over 330 uh, 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 people joining us there t- to talk about what we're watching and uh, reading and, and hearing in sci-fi. Yeah, it's absolutely awesome. So mm-hmm. thank you for joining us tonight. We'll see you a bit later. Till next time, good night and good luck. We will see you.